Great moments are born from great opportunity. And that's what you have here. That's what you've earned here tonight. We stay with them. And we shut them down because we can. Baker takes the snap. Rolls right. Throws down the middle. And Joku's got it. 10-pound nation we are back with another episode and sadly we cannot say we've clinched a playoff berth for the first time since 2002 we have reached Steelers week and unfortunately this is the game we have to win maybe to make the playoffs unless the Jaguars spoil the Colts fun I was not happy with just about anything involving this game no, and the NFL from uh, on Saturday night, you know, laid the hammer down with all of our receivers being out on the reserve list and not being eligible to play Sunday. And the Browns were stuck using practice squad wide receivers and all of their tight ends. What I want to know is why the hell would the NFL not allow a postponement of the game and have it moved to Monday night or Tuesday night even? It's a good question. I mean... If we were like at the beginning of the season, I could say, okay, fine. But when there's playoff implications for one of these teams, wouldn't it have been only right to move the game at least a day to like a Monday five o'clock game, you know, and give the uh, the receivers a chance to test to see if they were positive or not? Uh, it just goes to show that unless you're one of these big money teams, you're not really going to get the time of day. I mean, look at uh, Denver from a few weeks ago. They had no quarterbacks on their team. Yeah, that wasn't right either. Eligible to play. That game should have been delayed at least a day or two, so they could have at least gotten a quarterback on their roster from free agents or off a practice squad from somebody else, so they had a fair chance. Yeah. So I don't understand what is going on with that. No, the NFL just seemed like they screwed the Then Browns again, over. it also doesn't help the fact that we just did not play like a good team this week. No, and we our defense... also. We had every opportunity, and we couldn't do anything. 
We did. We had a lot of opportunities, and I think the Browns could have still won this game. The defense played like crap um, yet again. Uh, the offense, I, I, I can't blame them 100% because it, it seemed like by the time the fourth quarter came around, the Browns were getting into a rhythm. Baker was getting into rhythm with those other wide receivers, but it should have never come to that to begin with. We also need to hold Mayfield accountable for this as well. Three lost fumbles. Sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's unexcusable for on him. And, and he, and he did, he took almost all the blame for it in his, uh, in his post-game presser. And uh, I think it was right after that too, by the way, I don't know if you noticed, but I what? think it was Kareem Hunt that came out and said, you know, he's defending our team. I'm going to defend our quarterback. Sure. <clears throat> well, he's right. He's right too. And I think Baker uh, this week against the Steelers is going to learn from his mistakes. I've seen, excuse me. I've seen, already from the players this week, how they've been taking this next game like a playoff game and they're willing to learn from the mistakes they made. And I, I think that's going to be something we're going to see a big improvement on come Sunday. Yeah. We're going to have to hope that's the case because we're in trouble. Otherwise we can't rely on the Colts to lose because unfortunately yet again, the Jags are a losing team. They have nothing to lose. They could spoil the Colts fun, but we can't rely I mean, on that it, to happen. Let's look at it. this way. If they spoil the Colts fun here and they beat uh, Indy this week, mm-hmm. Should we beat Pittsburgh? The Colts are officially out of the playoffs because right now they're on the outside looking in. Well, who would have thought that that game against the Colts that we won early in the season would come back to be a very important factor at the end of the season? Exactly. But with the Steelers sitting there, sitting a lot of their starters, um, the only starter we have confirmed that sitting right now is Roethlisberger. Mason Rudolph will start. Um, I would assume guys like Connor and Juju Smith and stuff like that will also be sitting as well, I would think, or being played in very limited capacity. Yeah, because they've got nothing to lose at this point. So (laughs) they're trying to make sure they have all their starters rested up. Yeah, and with the Bills winning last night, I don't think the Steelers can even get into the number two seed spot anymore. Well, they still have a chance. Mm -hmm. I want to say it's going to come down to, well, actually, I don't know. Because the head-to-head matchup, they might have the tiebreaker. Yeah, because the Bills beat the Steelers. Yeah, so I don't know if the Steelers have a chance to get into the number two seed now. Well, the thing here that's interesting to note before we jump into the Jets game is that if the Browns do win Sunday and get into the playoffs, um, they're the seventh seed right now. But if the Dolphins would, in fact, lose or the Ravens would lose on Sunday, the Browns would jump in more than likely to the sixth seed and they would play the Steelers in the first round of the playoffs. Which that'll be interesting going in because are we going to see <clears throat> a potential playoff matchup right here? That's what scares me because I think about <clears throat> it this way. Do the Browns really have a chance to beat the Steelers twice? And they're going to be playing two different Steelers teams too, mind you. It's a possibility, but it also depends on uh, refs in that case. <laughs> Let's be real here. Yeah. Unfortunately, we have to have that discussion about referees because it just seems to me that some people in that Colts game last week with Pittsburgh, some people said that it seemed like the Steelers at the end of the game were getting some very favorable calls, and I can't say that I'm surprised by that, even though I didn't see it. I mean, it would be nice if the refs just came out wearing Steelers jerseys, just that we know what side they're on. They should at this point because it just seems to me they're always siding with Pittsburgh, especially on those first down markers. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that at a different point in time. All right, let's jump into this this game. Unfortunately, let's get past this one because this is a game I want to soon forget. 
Uh, go ahead and bring up our screen. All right, everybody. So we're going to bring up the, the stats here. Okay, so here we go. Um, Baker Mayfield, 28-53, 265, no touchdowns. Well, and no 285. Oh, sorry, 285. But it's the fact that he got sacked four times, too. And that falls on the fact that we had two of our starter offensive line out. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Baker got decent protection considering. And uh, I'm not one to criticize Baker and his getting rid of the ball because I think he does a fantastic job getting rid of the ball in most situations. Yeah. But this is just sad to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when you look at the rushing category, that's where things get really sad real quick. Uh, they just they they knew we were down our receivers, mm-hmm. so they were going to stack the line. Of course, our running game is going to be bad, and we're playing against what the third or fourth best run defense in the league. Yeah, I mean the Jets' defense is nothing to balk at. Their run defense did a no, fantastic their defense, job here. Their defense is absolutely horrible, but their oh. run defense is yeah what the, the run good defense. point is. Yeah, and well, they actually shut down the pass pretty well at the beginning of the game. It, it, they, they started faltering at the end, but yeah, you're right. But it's a matter of 28 yards for Chubb and only 11 for Hunt. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, neither one of them could get anything going. It just seemed like every time Chubb would get the ball, one, two yards, one, two yards, or a line of scrimmage, loss of one, loss of two. It just nothing was, was getting into a rhythm, and – this was the game when the Browns rushing attack had to be good, but the Jets also had an advantage because they knew the Browns were going to try to run the ball with their receivers being out. It kind of was a disadvantage to the Browns. Yeah. Uh, let's go on to the receiving game then. Yeah. Nothing really here to write uh, home about either. Yeah, yeah. There really isn't when you look at this here. I mean, our biggest receiver was Austin Hooper, seven receptions for 71 yards. I we had Hunt and Chubb as our third and fourth best receivers this game for forty-one and thirty-eight yards each. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, Jamarcus Bradley he was just signed off the practice squad, correct? Yeah, I mean he didn't have a horrible game. I mean I wish I could see how many drops these guys had, but I mean five for sixty is not terrible. Marvin Hall is the guy that well, I'm kind of surprised. If you look about. at it, a lot of those throws too. Baker was under or overthrowing again as well. Yeah. It, it, and, it's, but, and it's also because the fact he doesn't have any real practice with these people. No, and and people will say, oh, well, you know, a lot of this is on Baker because he was under-throwing the ball. Well, I don't think Baker was feeling confident because he knew he didn't have his receiving core out there, and I just think he was a little bit scared. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I don't know either. This is really just kind of an upsetting game, and you know it. I'll tell you, I, it got so bad um, in the third quarter that I actually turned the game off and I was like, I'm done because I was done watching the display and I was keeping a close watch on it on my phone. And then when the Browns made it, uh, was it uh, six, 20 to 10? I turned it back. on. I'm like, okay, all right. They got a touchdown. We'll see what happens. It was still third quarter. And then that fourth quarter, we, we kind of saw that Browns team again, that we've seen all year. They were starting to generate, you know, good offense. The defense was stepping up. Um, and it's just sad and then that we what do we, short. And then what do we get after we bring it within four and make it and go for the extra point? 
we get Parky yet again hitting the goalpost. Uh, you know, when the season started, I thought Parky was a guy we could rely on. But as the season's gone on now here in the last six, seven games, I think it's going to be time to look for a new kicker in the offseason. I don't think we're going to look for a new kicker. I think it's a matter of this is just coming back to bite us in the ass right now, only because we're just yeah. not our, the Cleveland curse, man. Well, I mean, I mean, here we are. The Browns sitting at 10-5 and five with one game to go. It's sad to look at a football team that's played as well as the Browns have all year. They're sitting at 10 and five. They're either going to finish 11 and five or 10 and six, even at 10 and six, they're not to make the playoffs. It, 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 it's saddening because you look at the NFC, the Browns would have been in three games ago. Yeah. You know, I just, it just seems like the Browns luck. They finish a season with 10 wins and they still can't get in the damn playoffs. But next year you watch the Browns won't win 10 games. And all of a sudden an eight win team will make the playoffs. It, I, uh... I don't want to think about it. No, I don't either. All right, let's go down. Look at the fumbles here. Baker, three fumbles, and two of them were lost. Yeah, and they were uh, two of those fumbles. The two fumbles were were gave up points. They were points, and it's just that's what cost you the game. If you look at the final score. Well, no, that last fumble didn't cost us the game. It didn't uh, end up giving up points. It just no, cost was, us yeah. the game. Yeah, that one cost the game and the fumble before that. That gave them the three points to put them up by seven instead of us only being down by four. So, you know, here we are. I mean, Baker has fumbled the ball. I think he fumbled once in the Ravens game. That was a pretty big fumble. Uh, he didn't he fumble. He didn't fumble last week, correct? I don't know. I don't want to think about it right now. No, but he's fumbled way too many times. And even though the interception count is still staying down, the fumbles need to be cleaned up because every time he goes for a QB sneak, he can't seem to hold on to the football. No, he can't at all. So on defense. So, yeah, I mean, Sheldon Richardson with to, uh, 10 total tackles here. Malcolm Smith stepping up, uh, nine tackles. Taki Taki, it was unfortunate to see him get taken out of the game a little bit there at the end. And I'll probably be out next week as well. Cause now I got put on the reserve COVID list today. Oh, he did. Yeah. So him and Harrison Bryant, both. Oh, hopefully they'll have enough time to test and be able to still get back in. I hope so. We just got to hope our receiving court comes back on Thursday and they all test negative. That's going to be key. We're going to need it. <sighs> Big time. Uh, Vernon with five tackles, three solo, uh, one sack, thankfully. I've been very, I've been very surprised by Vernon at the end of the year. He's really stepped up and had some pretty good games. Well, yeah, he's had to step up with Garrett uh, be, having a bit testing positive for COVID a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like today, this week, that Garrett finally looked like uh, he wasn't battling with his uh, breathing problems as much. No, it, he, you could tell on the on the sidelines whenever they went, uh, whenever they were on the line, and you mm-hmm. saw him, mm-hmm. you could tell he like he was breathing heavy. Well, those lung treatments, I mean, I know he's getting them every week, and uh, I, I don't know if, if the Browns do get to the playoffs. I don't know. Since he's been on COVID, um, he hasn't been his usual self, and it worries me in the playoffs if he's going to be good enough, even in this game, for that matter. So we're going to have to hope for the best on the hit, that case. That's all we can hope for right now. Yeah. Uh, other than that, there really wasn't much to go over on this 
either. No, the only person that I'll that I'll single out here is Denzel Ward. I mean, again, since he's come back from his injury, he has been lights out. He's been defending a lot of balls. He's been on top of things, and uh, I, I'm really encouraged by what I'm seeing from him and going in the next year. Yeah. But one of the biggest things that gets me here, though, about this Browns secondary or the line even, mm-hmm. or just defense in general, is that we're not going through with tackles. There's been plenty of instances in this game that I saw them attempt to go for a tackle, and then it was just – uh and not actually following through trying to wrap them up and bring them down. It was like they were right. just trying to hit them to say, I tried. Yeah, the tackling in this game was awful. I mean, there were how many missed tackles that that that, sh- that could have stopped some of those scoring drives? Too goddamn many. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't even begin to count. And it's been happening numerous weeks, too. It, it happened even in the Ravens game, and that's what cost us – the Ravens game. Oh, I know. And it pisses me off. Yeah, very much so. And and this is an issue that I think is going to be solved in the off season. I see us going out and picking up some veteran guys and, you know, making things interesting, but we're going to, we're going to have to do something here because this is getting ridiculous. I agree. Well, is there anything else in this game you really want to discuss? Or you want to move on to what's going to happen this, uh, this upcoming week. Uh, there's the only thing I really did discuss in this other than uh, what we've already have is mm. I was impressed at least with one of uh, Sendejo's uh, hits that he had later in the, like late in the game. Mm-hmm. I don't know who it was. He was defending, but I don't know if you remember. So I want to say it was either late third or somewhere in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darnold throws the ball. <clears throat> receiver catches it, but it was a huge stop for the Browns because Sendeo was right on him. And then as soon as uh receiver caught the ball, he comes in with the Madden style hit stick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, Plowed that, him over. Surprising that the ball didn't come out there. I'll, I applaud the Jets, man. They didn't turn over the football. I mean, that shocked me because Darnold usually is an interception machine sometimes. Oh, I know. But, hey, it could be worse. So let's worse. go on and discuss what else we were going to talk about. All right, let's get into the Browns playoff scenarios for the final week of the season. So the only two that really matter that we don't even need to bring up in this case is that we beat the Steelers. Yeah, that's the easiest way. The Browns control their own destiny still. Thank God, because if, if the Colts would have beaten the Steelers on Sunday, the Browns would have needed somebody else to lose along with winning. So I'm thankful the Colts did end up losing to the Steelers. Yeah, so we beat the Steelers. We're in. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no tricks, no nothing. We're in. We win. We in. If the Colts somehow lose to the Jacksonville, we're in. Yeah, that's a good scenario. Because to have in our back that's pocket. all. That's all because of the tiebreaker scenario. Mm-hmm. And then scenario number three is oh, good we luck. need all sorts of good luck here. Well, one of these already did happen. Green Bay did defeat Tennessee, so one of those can be crossed off the list is happening. But um, we need Houston to beat Tennessee. We need Baltimore to beat Cincinnati. And we need the Dolphins to beat the Bills. The only one I see happening there is the Dolphins losing to the Bills. 
Oh wait, we Dolphins need the Dolphins to, to beat, to beat the, Bills. the Bills. Okay, that's the only one. That's well, the only one I don't see happening. Yeah, um, the Bengals could surprise the Ravens. The Bengals have been playing with a purpose. They've now won two in a row. Um, they did win last week, correct? What's that? The, the Bengals did win last or this week. Yeah. Okay, so they've won two in a row. You know, they got nothing to lose, and and I, I applaud Brandon Allen. He's playing a good job in 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 the absence of uh of the injury to Joe Burrow. He's playing pretty good, and he's making a case to become a a, a quarterback on another team that needs one next year. Um. But yeah, I don't see the Texans defeating the Titans. Titans are just playing good ball right now, even though they did get destroyed last night by Green Bay. I don't know. I can see. No, Green Bay played. Uh... No, that was Buffalo that played um, New England. Never mind. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. That was Sunday night. <clears throat> Green Bay. Green Bay Tennessee was Sunday night, not last night. But I can see the Texans somehow beating Tennessee. It could happen. It could happen. Um, it's possible. But I can see Cincy somehow pulling through. Yeah, that seems like but the most. I can see, but I, I'm saying that the Baltimore Ravens are going to be beating Bengals here. Yeah, I don't see that happening. And and the Dolphins being the Bills, I mean, the Bills might be sitting their starters, so maybe the Dolphins will win that game. Um, But, but yeah. we're not going to count on that scenario to happen. We're no, looking right at first and second scenarios here. The Browns need to make it easy on themselves. They're not playing Roethlisberger. They're not playing a lot of the Steelers starters. There is no excuse if the Browns have their receiving core back that they should not win this game. They're even in Cleveland. They're going to have the fans behind them. They have a chance to clinch the playoffs in Cleveland, which would be huge to do it at home. Oh, and against Pittsburgh, nonetheless, even if it is their backups. I, do not, I don't really see the Browns. I, I want to say I don't want to say they're not going to lose this game, but I think the Browns are going to be ter- determined this game based upon how it went against the Jets. I don't see the Browns doing what they did this week. I just don't see it happening two weeks in a row. Oh, let's hope so because we need this victory. Well, I definitely don't want to rely on the Jaguars beating the Colts because I, I don't I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, we have, we've been proved wrong before, but scenario one is really pretty much it for me. That's, yeah. that's really where it is, and, and there's no reason why the Browns shouldn't be able to finish this thing off and get a playoff berth and end this season on a high note but otherwise i don't really have much else to say in this case no just uh our predictions what's your score predictions if anything i think this is gonna be a close game regardless i'm gonna save 17 14 browns Hmm. i think it's gonna come down to last minute um yeah, I don't see the Browns putting up probably any more than 20 points. So I'm going to say 20 for the Browns and I'm going to I'm going to say 20 20 to 14. So I'm kind of right around where you're at. Okay. Um but yeah, uh next week's show um could be our season finale. I hope it's not. Let's um, hope that it's not because we we want to keep discussing this. We do. I mean, to be honest, we have the opportunity to maybe discuss this for four more weeks, and that would be the best case scenario. But in in reality, I, I don't know if that's going to happen. Let's take it one step at a time. But let's just hope that next week's not our season finale, and that we'll be signing off for the uh, for the season. Yeah. But all right, with that, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time that we can go ahead and call this. Uh, I am Jason Gabasic here with Mike Blinkler. 
And this is the Dog Pound Nation signing off. Go Browns. Get to the playoffs, guys. It's 2002. Let's do it.